Thank you for downloading this message from Grace Christian Fellowship. We pray that you receive encouragement from the study of God's Holy Word and that you will grow in the faith and understanding of our Lord Jesus Christ. Rejection has two similar meanings. Number one, it's the dismissing or the diffusing of a personal um, proposal or idea. Number two, it also means uh, being snubbed um, by a person's affections. And when you're being rejected, let me tell you, it can have a huge effect upon your emotions. Now, here's some rejection one-liners. Now, stay with me on this, okay? These are rejection one-liners. A young man says to his girlfriend, I want to give myself to you. Girlfriend says, sorry, I don't accept cheap, cheap gifts. That's called rejection. Come on, that's called rejection. Uh, may I see you pretty soon? Why, you don't think I'm pretty now? That's called rejection. Come on. You look like a dream. Then go back to sleep. That's called rejection. I'd go to the end of the world for you. Yes, but will you stay there? That's called rejection. Excuse me, is this seat available? Yes, and this seat will also be available if you sit down. That's called rejection. Would you like to know how to get saved? Are you a Boy Scout who thinks I need saving? That's called... That's called... Okay. I have something really important to tell you about going to heaven. Speak to the hand. That's called rejection. Okay. Now, a familiar prophecy about Jesus. This is a prophecy that we hear a lot about in Christmas time. Okay. And by the way, by the way, you know, because I, 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 I pastor the, 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 uh, the congregation that meets on Saturday, people always ask me, being a Messianic Jew, they say, do you celebrate Christmas? I say, well, certainly, that's a good Jewish holiday. What? Yeah, all the Jewish prophets, they talk about the prophecy about the coming of the Messiah. The, the Messiah was born from Jewish parents. He's a Jewish baby, born in a Jewish city. This is a Jewish affair. What? Do you believe in Easter? Yeah, it's a Jewish holiday. Same type of a thing, you know. And so, throws people off. Isaiah 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, or Prince of Shalom. Now we know that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He's the only one who can bring harmony between God and man. But sometimes, even within a, a family, there could be a high cost to receiving the Prince of Peace in your life. Sometimes becoming a disciple causes great contention, disharmony, and even rejection within the family. In Matthew 10, verse 37. And, now these are the words of Jesus. Anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. 
And anyone who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for this time when I get to share this message that's been in my heart for a while. And God, I pray that this would have an effect upon my, my friends here. Wouldn't go in one ear and out the other. Thank you for your presence here. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Rejection. Rejection. I know rejection. I really, really know rejection in a big way. When I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, my whole life changed. It changed with my family. All of a sudden, my family wanted nothing to do with me. They wanted nothing to do with me. So I've been, I've been, I've been born again for almost, well, a lot of years. A lot of years. And, you know, ever since my family realized I became a believer, I, and I've got a lot of cousins in the Milwaukee area here, in Illinois, in, in uh, Decatur, Illinois, Milwaukee area, Champaign, Urbana, not far away. You know, I've not been invited in all these years since I've been a believer. I've not been invited to one wedding. My brother and sister have. My parents, when they were living, they did. I was not. I was not invited to one bar mitzvah. My brother and sister did. My, my parents did, but I did not. I did not. You know, none of these, none of these functions, family functions, was I ever invited to, because of my stance for, for Christ as, the Savior. I know rejection. You know, receiving the gospel of Christ has always separated people. There are those within the kingdom of God and those from outside the kingdom of God, inside and outside the kingdom of God. And those outside the kingdom of God always have a difficult time understanding those of us who are within the kingdom of God. Now, there's a reason for this. The reason is because those outside the kingdom of God are really blinded to the things found within the kingdom of God. They just don't understand it. And you didn't understand it neither until you tasted and saw that the Lord is good and you gave your life to him. They have a difficult time understanding and believing the scriptures. They have a difficult time understanding how the death and resurrection of somebody over 2,000 years ago can affect your life. They have a hard, they have a hard time understanding when you pay your tithes. They say, oh my, you give a tenth of your gross income. Think of what you could do with that money. I thought of that. Have you ever thought of that? Yeah, but that's not an option. That's not an option. By the way, tithing really is not a money issue. It's a faith and obedience issue. Money just seems to be the vehicle. They have a hard time understanding. And, and Paul understood that they had a hard time understanding. In 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14... He said, the man without the Spirit, that's a man without the Holy Spirit, the person is not born again. The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. For they're foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they're spiritually discerned. When you, you have to have your eyes healed by the Lord before you can really receive the things of God. He takes the blinders off, all of a sudden you go, oh, someone here, someone gives you the gospel, tells you the gospel, the good
good news of Christ. And you know what? Oh, you get saved. But there was a time when you weren't saved. How many can remember the time you were not saved? Do you remember that? No? Remember, you were always saved from the cradle. No, come on. Yeah, I can remember making fun of Christians. Now I am one. So in light of what I just said, do you think a believer should be surprised if they experience some rejection from non-believing family members or even friends? Should this be a surprise to you? No. Experience has taught me that rejection is never easy to, uh, to take, especially from loved family members. And besides that, what makes me feel sad is they have decided not to receive heaven. Jesus warns us that we should prepare ourselves for rejection. Be prepared for rejection. And we must be strong in the Lord and not be cowardly because of hurtful things others might say to us. Some time ago, I talked to a, a young teenager who felt rejection for witnessing to his cousin. And his rejection didn't come from his cousin, it came from his aunt. And although her feelings were said, her feelings were said, um, things were said to give him hurt feelings, um, his his feeling of rejection was heavy, but that didn't stop him. He said he wasn't going to quit. Why? Because he knew the consequences for rejecting Jesus. Even though he felt rejected by his aunt, he was going to keep on pressing in, talking to his, his cousin. <clears throat> Listen. Listen to what Jesus said about coping with the pain of rejection. With the pain of rejection because with rejection with a high degree of rejection you know people you don't care about so much when they reject you that doesn't hurt so much does it no big deal but when people you really care about reject you that's really hard to take but listen to what he says in Luke 6:22, <clears throat> out of the paraphrase version God will bless you when others hate you and won't have anything to do with you God will bless you when people insult you and say cruel things about you, all because you are a follower of the Son of Man. In other words, when somebody rejects you for telling them about Jesus, it's really the message along with the messenger they're rejecting. And Jesus tells us there's a blessing from God around the corner. Rejection. With rejection, because of the gospel, there's a blessing that comes your way. You know, rejection, again, is something every believer should expect. You should expect. Now, some people take rejection better than others. If you don't take rejection very well, you're probably not going to make a sale, become a salesman. Salesmen have got to be able to take rejection. Okay, salespeople. Some people, take it, some people take rejection really good. It doesn't bother them a whole lot. Nobody likes it, but some people just hate it. When a boxer gets, goes into the ring, 
He shouldn't be surprised if someone hits him in the head, should he? No. In the same way, when we're active spreading the word of God, we should not be surprised if rejection is thrown our way. It's all part of the battle to win the souls for Messiah. Rejection. You're active in the Great Commission. You're going to face re a degree of rejection. Some is no big deal. Some is hurtful. But there's a blessing for facing rejection. In his second letter uh, to Timothy, the Apostle Paul reminds us to hang in there when hardship, which includes rejection, comes our way. He said in 2 Timothy 2, verse 3, endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Endure it. Fact is this, rejection is common to all believers who take the Great Commission seriously. If you don't take the Great Commission seriously, which is a command, to go out and with, become a witness, leading people to Christ, telling them about him. If you don't take that seriously, you're not going to face a lot of, a lot of rejection because nobody's going to know that you're a Christian. And you're not going to face this rejection. But when you open your mouth, when the opportunity comes, and you, and you, you talk to them about the goodness of God, about who Jesus Christ really is, Sometimes, no, a lot of times, you're going to face rejection. And we need to prepare ourselves for it. Now, in 1 Peter 4, verse 12, now this is taken out of a version you've probably never read before. It's out of the complete Jewish Bible. I want you to listen to this. Dear friends, don't regard as strange the fiery ordeal occurring among you to test you. And if something extraordinary, as if something extraordinary uh, were happening to you, rather to the extent that you share the fellowship of the Messiah's sufferings, rejoice so that you will rejoice even more when the Shekinah is revealed. If you are being insulted because you bear the name of the Messiah, how blessed you are for the spirit of the of the, of the Shekinah that is the Spirit of God is resting on you. Let none of you suffer for being a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or a meddler in, in other people's affairs. But if, you, if anyone suffers for being messianic or being a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him bring glory to God by the way he bears his name. Rejection. Now, some of you faced rejection when you came out of your certain denomination. You know, I, I've come to realize that some of you come from a, back, a Catholic background. When you come from a Catholic background and uh, you receive Christ, I mean, you were born, you know, uh, as a Catholic, but you never received Christ and you went to church and whatnot. But when you became, when you stepped away and you became a real believer, all of a sudden you're feeling some type of rejection from your family or any other type of a, of a denomination where you're, you're uh, 
Lutheran or any, any kind of a denomination. You know, you can go to church and not be a believer. You realize that? No? I don't get a whole lot of feedback. Yes, you can. My wife was one of them. When I married, when I married Pat, she's a good Lutheran girl. Okay? She, she loved Jesus, but she didn't know she had to live for him. She didn't realize she had to be born again. By the way, so she falls in love with this Jewish guy. So then, so then, so then her parents would say, okay, you know, we'll put up with that. Okay, we'll get married by a Lutheran pastor. I said, no, my parents want a rabbi. So you know what we did? We got married by Judge Chickie Myers at the Radisson Hotel. We got both parents, we got both parents mad at us. <laughs> That's not on my notes. Here's, here's the bottom line. Don't allow the fear of rejection to stop you from doing the will of God. Don't allow the fear of rejection to stop you from witnessing to your family, to your friends. Acts 4.29 says, Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Like the disciples who knew rejection and persecution were waiting for them, they prayed for boldness. They prayed that they would be able to declare the gospel fearlessly. Boldness. Boldness. Not be afraid of rejection, but embrace rejection. God says there's a blessing. What's the blessing? I have no idea. But God says there's a blessing. Wow. Okay. Be blessed. Go out there and get rejected. Be blessed. Get rejected. No. When you, when, when you proclaim the gospel to your family and friends, friends, people you meet, you're going to face some rejection. Prepare for it. Embrace it. Knowing that God warns us, we will. We will face rejection. Now, I was going to pray for any of you who feel you're lacking boldness in talking about the Lord. Would you please stand? But I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to have us all stand. Okay? Let's all stand. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I pray for my friends here who are standing. God, I pray that they would not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ because they know it's the power of salvation to everyone who will believe. I pray that they're not afraid of, of rejection, but they embrace this rejection, knowing that you warned us there would be a rejection and even a blessing for bearing up with this rejection we get from sharing the gospel. God, give us the boldness, the boldness to do your will, to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Peace in your heart. Peace in your heart as you share the gospel. Peace in your heart 
even when you face rejection for doing the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for downloading and listening to this message from Grace Christian Fellowship. We are located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And if you are looking for a church to call home or would like to visit us for one of our services, please visit our site at gracecf.us for our location and service times. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and all peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit.